0: is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Did you hear the one about the federal judge of the District of Columbia that believes that Donald Trump is a flight risk and use that as the grounds to make sure that when she issued a search warrant to get his Twitter account, that Twitter didn't tell Donald Trump back in January that they had a turnover all of his Twitter data including who's posting and when and how they're posting and the timing of the posting and the device they're using to post and all of that did did you know that well i didn't and nobody did until Twitter decided in its infinite wisdom to appeal that same federal judge, chief judge at the time, Beryl Howell, she issued a sanction of $350,000 against a foot-dragging Twitter who didn't want to turn over Donald Trump's account or his data or comply with the non-disclosure order that was issued as part of the Storage Communications Act, which is what the statute is that uh, governs how the Department of Justice gets stored information about social media accounts. And they followed that uh, that statute to a T, and so did the judge. And the judge said, you got to turn it over, and you got to abide by my non-disclosure order. Don't tell Donald Trump. And one of the grounds that she found, uh, Beryl Howell, that we just learned about because it was mentioned in the appeal order that just came down, which I'm going to read to you, Right in a footnote, it said that the judge made a finding that Donald Trump was a potential flight risk and therefore as a potential flight risk as one of the many grounds, including keeping it secret, potential destruction of evidence by Donald Trump, uh, 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 witness intimidation by Donald Trump and all the other things. But the, the takeaway from this hot take is Beryl Howell also found that he could be, Donald Trump, a potential flight risk. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I know that name, Beryl Howell. Where'd that come up with Donald Trump? Right. She's the chief judge, at the time anyway, that was responsible for all of the grand jury activity, secret, uh, that Jack Smith was conducting against Donald Trump. It's now another D.C. Circuit Court judge, who's now the chief judge, Jeb Boesberg. But at the time, it was Beryl Howell. And Beryl Howell also made another finding against Donald Trump. About eight months ago, she found that it was more likely than not that Donald Trump committed a crime or a fraud, and she used that finding to strip away his assertion of attorney-client privilege and force his lawyer at Mar-a-Lago— to testify to the grand jury without any privilege at all. He was just naked having to testify. And he had to turn over 50 pages of attorney notes reflecting his deepest, darkest secrets in his conversations with his client, including that the client, Donald Trump, tried to convince him to to obstruct justice and destroy evidence and rip up classified documents and destroy them and hide them from the Department of Justice and the FBI. It's all reflected in 50 pages of single space notes by Evan Corcoran. So this is the same judge, right? The same judge who eight months ago said, hmm, I think Donald Trump more likely than not committed a crime or fraud. Now she thinks he's a flight risk. Now, (laughs) we didn't know about this. If we did, you know we would have brought it to you on the Midas Touch Network when it happened. We just found out about it because, and we're going to, I'm going to read it to you, parts of it anyway, a three-judge appellate court, After Twitter appealed because they got nailed for $350,000 fine because they were three days late in complying with the search warrant and the judge was having none of it. You know, don't play with a federal judge. Let me just tell you that after 32 years of practicing law. Don't play with a federal judge, especially one that's on grand juries in a criminal investigation of Donald Trump. Okay, and so you're going to get fined and they didn't like the fine and they didn't like they thought it abridged their First Amendment rights. They wanted to be able to tell Donald Trump at the time about about the fact that they got hit with a search warrant um, and all of that. And so that went to an appeal. And who is the three judge panel out of all the dozen or more judges on the D.C. Court of Appeals? It came up an Obama appointee and two Biden appointees. That's it. Obama, Biden, Biden. You know where this is going. And the judge the, the judge that wrote the order, Judge Pan, a Biden appointee, wrote it for a unanimous court. Um, one of the other just judges on there was Michelle Childs, who was shortlisted for the Supreme Court position for Joe Biden that eventually went to Ketanji Brown-Jackson. So this is a very august body. This is a very uh, smart group of people. They've been handling a lot of Jan 6 things um, and, and in favor of Justice. And the ruling here is they noted in a footnote. we're going to put it up here, and I'm going to read to it, that Judge Howell had relied in part on a finding that uh, that Donald Trump could be a flight risk. Um, and, and this is a footnote two, we'll put it up on the screen and I'm going to read it verbatim. This is from Judge Pan writing for the unanimous court at the D.C. Circuit Court that just came out in the last couple of days. The district court, that's Beryl Howell, Judge at the time, Chief Judge Beryl Howell, also found reason to believe that the former president would, quote, flee from prosecution. Close quote. That is exactly what it sounds like. Coward Donald Trump fleeing from prosecution. That's why you can't let Twitter tell him about it. Um, And that they cite to the record uh, in the case, which is what appellate courts do. Uh, The uh, Judge Pan goes on to say, the government later acknowledged, however, that it had errantly included flight from prosecution as a predicate in its application. That means the government shouldn't have checked that box, but even though, and and they're willing to withdraw that as the grounds, and then the order goes on to say the district court did not rely on risk of flight in its ultimate analysis, but... They went out of their way, Judge Pan, in the appellate decision to say that the judge, it wasn't that the uh, Department of Justice and Jack Smith removed that as grounds and it wasn't even considered by the lower court, the district court judge. It was considered by the district court judge. And she actually found that he was a potential flight risk. And how does she know that? Because she's been listening to in secret, because we don't know all about it until things like this happen, um, to all of the testimony about Jan 6th and the grand juries Jack Smith's been Running, and she's had all the arguments in front of her from all of the lawyers who don't want to give up their attorney-client privilege or Trump intervening to try to assert executive privilege or attorney-client privilege about everything related to Jan 6th. That that was her job Whenever, you know, she was also a regular district court judge, but that was her job. And so who knew it better than her? The person that also found she's one of two federal judges, Judge Carter in the Central District of uh, California being the other, who found recently in the last year that Donald Trump more likely than not committed a crime a crime and a fraud to strip him of his attorney-client privilege. Not one federal judge, but two federal judges. Yes, on the lower civil standard, not the beyond a reasonable doubt standard of that a jury has to convict somebody of a crime. But I don't know, black robe federal judge lifetime appointment makes a decision that the former guy is a flight risk and a crime fraudster? I don't know, that should be pretty big news. Heart health and staying healthy, especially when you have a family that you want to be able to spend as much time with as possible, is so, so important. We all have a heartfelt reason to support our blood pressure. In fact, more than half the U.S. population would benefit from blood pressure support. Super Beats Heart Chews are an easy and convenient way to support healthy blood pressure, and they promote heart-healthy energy. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beets are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. And with over 30,000 five-star reviews and counting, Super Beets Heart Chews are having their moment. Super Beets Heart Chews are incredibly delicious and so much better than any alternative supplements out there. I take my Super Beats heart chews each morning and it really kickstarts my morning routine. After taking my Super Beats heart chews, I feel like I have more energy and I'm ready to take on the day. Super Beats heart chews are effective and clinically studied. They are the number one pharmacist recommended beet brand for cardiovascular health support. It's blood pressure support you can trust. Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Shoes. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Shoes and 15% off your first order by going to getsuperbeats.com and using promo code LEGALAF. That's getsuperb e e t scom code LEGALAF. You know what else I thought was interesting that didn't get a lot of play? Um, is how in everything they file, Jack Smith's team is mindful of who they're up against. And they're very careful and surgical in the words that they chose in their filing. In this case... Yes, it was about Twitter and $350,000, but the broader audiences, everything that they say in print could be used against them in a related case. The government said in this case, and now the government's saying in flip-flopping in in that case, so they're very careful. And I found it really interesting how they described their criminal investigation and how it undermines Donald Trump's entire argument that this is all about the... um, It's all about his First Amendment rights. It's not a First Amendment right case at all, not in the least. And the government knows that. Um, And so they went on to say, um, and this this is how, listen carefully, this is how Jack Smith team describes their criminal investigative process and what they're after, as quoted by Judge Pan in her appellate decision, her appeal decision that came out in the Twitter case. Thus, the government's interest was particularly strong here, Judge Pan writes, because its ongoing investigation aimed to, quoting from the government, quoting from Jack Smith, quote, ferret out activity intended to alter the outcome of a valid national election for the leadership of the executive branch of the federal government and to assess whether that activity crossed lines into criminal culpability that is it in a nutshell. That is the crucible of the entire investigation and why it's so right and on solid footing and why Donald Trump's lawyers squawking and squeaking on television about First Amendment rights is so wrong. The the focus of all of Jack Smith's grand juries, and there's at least three of them, is the ferret out activity intended to alter the outcome of a valid national election for the leadership of the executive branch. Not to police First Amendment speech. You can talk all you want, but you can't put it into action to alter the outcome of an election for the highest job in the land. And... The other aspect of them, related aspect of the investigation in the federal government and Department of Justice's words is to assess whether that activity crossed lines into criminal culpability. Think about that. Not everything, and he's acknowledged it, Jack Smith, even in his indictment, not everything is about um, a crime being committed. There are certainly things that Donald Trump could have done legitimately to, to protest the outcome of the election there's audits there's uh there's all sorts of things that he can demand state by state in order to do an audit in order to uh, uh to within time periods established by a body of law about election an election process he could do all of that and while he's doing it, he could go on television and talk about it and say, I thought I won. I and, I and this is the reason I think I win. But what he can't do is cross over into criminal culpable activity and conduct, right? Call Mike Pence and pressure him and call him the P word, not president. Uh, call him a female anatomic part and say you're too honest and pressure him to do the right thing, Mike, and overthrow the will of the people and don't certify the electoral votes, certificates for Joe Biden. Recognize these other phony ones or don't recognize any of them and turn it over to the states and let the states pick the president when the states, at least by number, are dominated by the Republicans. Not every state, not every battleground state. But if you just take the number of states, Donald Trump would win if the Republican states vote for him and the Democratic states vote for Biden. Trump wins. And that was the goal. That's the crossover into criminal culpable behavior. And that's the kernel. That's the essence of the prosecution. And it was buried again, and I'm bringing it out to you now, in Judge Pan's order. So what do we learn on this hot take at the intersection of law and politics? There are things that are buried in orders that that people like me that do this for a living. And I've been doing it for 32 years, trying cases in courtrooms, just like the ones I talk about. Um, can find and then bring to your attention. As soon as we hear about them, events can happen in January under the secrecy of the grand jury process that we don't even find out about until the middle of August, when some idiot like Twitter, now X, decides to appeal, and then the court, mindful of the grand jury secrecy process, deletes and redacts and puts black tape over certain aspects of the order, but the rest of the order is in the public, including the footnote in which they disclose that Judge Beryl Howell thinks that Donald Trump could have been a flight risk. We agree. These are considerations that have to be made by others next time there's an arraignment of Donald Trump, like Attention, Fonnie Willis, Fulton County, Georgia, who has a different standard for whether she's going to try to ask for uh, conditions of release or pretrial detention or whatever it's going to be. We follow and I follow all these things. I only do it in one place. I do it on the Midas Touch Network where you can free subscribe and join the growing movement. We're going to be 2 million people soon. Um, and we do hot takes like this one at the intersection of law and politics about every hour. If I'm not doing it, it's going to be my co-anchors on a podcast. You like hot takes, you're going to love the podcast. It's called Legal AF. You knew that. And then there, I'm a, I have co-anchors. It's not just me. If you like me, stay on the hot takes. But if you want a bigger podcast with other points of view and we break it down similarly... Wednesdays with Karen Friedman-Ignifolo and me, Saturdays with Ben Misalas and me. And we're going to curate the best stories at the intersection of U.S. law and politics. You can follow me also. Go over to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Go to uh, playlists. Look for Michael Popok. My entire body of work on this channel is listed there. You can play the videos to your heart's content. And then you can follow me on all things social media at MS Popok. I'm even on threads now. Until the next hot take, this is Michael Popok, Legal AF. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report. Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.